Let's roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Rob Enough. I'm Taylor William. I'm Tom Annis. And I'm Randy Davis. And we're here for the all-too-early, way-premature Halfling Army Review, a.k.a. Tom is going to teach us, <laughs> us, us uh, three idiots, Two from Tennessee and one from Texas, how to play halflings. So we're excited. Tom, thank you for uh, joining us for this. We, we were really, really excited about this. Yeah, yeah, thanks. You've uh, been playing a lot of halflings is what people have told me. I have been playing a lot of halflings. I, uh, I did a lot of play testing with them, and I have... Uh, so the fact they're so good is your fault? Uh, the fact that they're <laughs> some of their good units are nerfers is my fault. Um, Fair enough. Uh, and then, that, yeah, I, I made a pretty... Uh, Substantial purchase of, of halfling models for Mantic, so they're my next army. Well, let me, let, you know, this would maybe be a good place to start. You know, obviously, this can be a slightly truncated one where, you know, we don't have the depth of knowledge, but what is halflings? Give us a spiel of what is a halfling in the world of Panathor. I don't know. What I like about the, the halfling, like, sort of background is they're not, there's nothing special about them. They're just, you know, they're not even human strength. Uh, they hit on fives, they don't even hit on fours. There's really nothing special about them, but yet they have like this great farmland, and you know they're. Are they just humanoid like, goblins? Uh, I don't know. No, I, I think they play similar to goblins, but they can't do the same shooting style as goblins can. So okay, well let's talk a little bit about overall their shtick. What makes them different? What makes them special? So I think one of the things that I, I noticed when I first looked at the list is they don't really have a true hammer unit, so they don't have the typical like hits on threes, crush two. Does about 10, 10 wounds or so um, when you when you get in there, and so you can't play that sort of um, chaff and hammer hammer style that I like to play. I play with my undead and some other armies, and so they they have that limitation built in. They have spell word obviously almost a, across the army, so that's a completely new rule and a unique army wide rule. Is that on like already on? It's it's on all of the units except for the tinker units, oh. pretty much. Yeah. So like wow. the aeronauts, the grenadiers, they don't have it. But the iron beast is a tinker unit that has a spell word or good so anti magic. You, you can kind of like um, yeah. build build it in even you know for the units that don't have it. But mm. yeah, it's cool. It's like a weird counter meta list. Yeah. It, it plays very strangely. Uh, someone described it to me today as like a warm hordes list almost. Like given the synergy, like the emphasis oh. on synergies. I would almost argue the rift forge are kind of the same. Yeah. From an aesthetic standpoint, on their end, yeah, no, that's definitely true. I noticed that when the uh, when they, I guess when they first released the beta list before Clash of Kings came out, um, and, you know, and pouring over that, I noticed like that was there's a very synergistic feel to this list. Like it has to work together. There's a lot of different auras that you have to play off of. And the first thing that came to my mind was, I feel like if you start taking off the the ones that provide the auras, and the rest of the army just folds like a house of cards. Is that kind of how it ends up playing, or? Yeah, I think so, because the individual units are sort of weaker. The other thing is, like, their shtick is they don't have as much crushing strength, so and that's that's intentional. So they can struggle with defense six. There's some ways to get around it, but that's another thing to realize, is, is you have to figure out when you're building your halfling list how to overcome So that. if you know it has this problem, deficiency, if you will, why would you play the army then? Uh, for me, because it's a challenge. It doesn't play like any other any other 
Kings of War list that I can think of. Um, I, I, I don't play goblins, so. Did you have pride or? Because I have pride. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my pride a long time ago. I'm happy to shoot Taylor off. You the... lost your pride when I, I, one of the first games I played you in, I think you had five of the the shooting. More. I have five, yeah, five war engines. What's the old saying? The, the youth and exuberance is no match for old age and treachery. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Let's just fast forward to the old age and treachery bit. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you could try to do a gobl- like a goblin-style shooting us with halflings, but I don't think it works as well. Right. The same. So. Well, we should mention they're neutral, but I guess it makes sense if they're an offshoot of League of Rodia, who's also neutral. Right. They have the, ro- once you, the relentless special rule. What is that? Yeah, so it's one. It's a once-per-game rule. As long as the unit that you're attacking in melee has at least one point of damage, you can re-roll up to three dice that failed to hit. And I think this was changed from playtesting where it was three that failed to wound. Maybe that was a little too good. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what it what it incentivizes is a combined arms sort of playstyle where you shoot these these units a little bit. You get them a little damaged up going to combat and yeah, then you get the ability to exactly. re-roll some misses. Exactly. And every unit in the army, in it's about army-wide special rules, so everybody has it, even the trolls. Yep, that's right. Uh, well, it's a, it's an upgrade, so... Most, okay, so it's an upgrade. Gotcha. Mo- most of the units have it. I see. Plus five points seems to be a common. Yeah. Well, you, let's dive in. Uh, you want to start talking the infantry? Walk us through it. Sure. We can start with what's probably the best unit in the list. Um, well, I, that would be unlike Dojo to do anything other than start with the top, <laughs> right? Min-max to the next. Yeah. Hey, not all of us are like that. Some of us like to hang out on the bottom end of the tournament. Well, you're like yeah. the guy that's just trying to fix the bell curve. Yeah. So yeah. it's not all one-sided. I'm the regression to the mean, yeah. <laughs> you're like the, fa- you know, like the face of Dojo. That's the, the, the softer face that I was before I, I had my... Turn to the John Green Dark side. Yeah. Turn to old age and treachery. Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, so the Halfling Braves are, are the first unit that I'm talking about, and they're probably the most important unit in the list because they're the... Cheap but amazing unlock that. 130 take. points for a horde. I mean, yeah, that's goblin. T- I mean, it's slightly more than goblins, but they're a little bit. Yeah, so, so better. Goblin rabble used to be the best defensive unit in the game. I stole this from Patrick Zoro Allen. Mm-hmm. He he always says goblin rabble were the best defensive unit for the points in the game. Um, and it's true if you think about how much nerve on defense four you get for how cheap of points and mm-hmm. so. Braves are rabble plus five points for spell word. Otherwise, they're almost exactly the same. And and so all the reason that rabble are good, you know, unlocking, they're hard to kill for their points. Um, that, that, you know, that's why Braves are good. So. And 12, 25, 30, a lot of attacks there. Yeah. Hitting on fives is not great, but you're not buying them for the attacks, right? No. no. Buying them for the unlocks and the... And I would not pro- I would not put Relentless on Braves. I, I don't think I'd take that. Uh, great well, I see the word ravenous. What is that? Uh, so that's a keyword that's a very important for the saucer. Okay, hero. gotcha. Um, and obviously the halfling keyword probably plays something else at uh, some point. The halfling, uh, it, uh, maybe not yet, know, actually. Um, but the ravenous definitely does. So for me, halflings sort of have like a split identity. There's the ravenous sort of like farm country bumpkin mm-hmm. halflings, and then there's the the tinker. We've been hanging out with the elves, and they gave us all this new technology halflings. <laughs> and those are almost like more like gnomes to me. Um, and that's where I've gravitated towards. But Actually painting gnomes? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like the, like the Warcraft gnomes? Like the, the first thing that came to like mind. The, like the artificer look with like yeah. all the cog. And that's awesome. Stuff. Yeah, so my basing idea for my uh, sort of first halfling army is going to be like clockworks. Uh, basing and all of that, like really playing into the tinker stuff. So, but yeah, they they have like a split a split identity. And so ravenous is all about 
it synergies with the saucer, which is, you know, they give you different auras. Just an aura that you can change on the fly. Exactly. Yeah. There's like four different ones. All right. Well, it sounds like Braves are important. Yep. They go, every list, you have Braves? Every single list I do you have a, do you like the regiment the horde the legion I don't I don't think legions are uh, a good choice almost in any unit um, so I, I I like the regiments and the hordes and it just depends on what I mean, you can argue that if you can kill a horde in two two turns you can kill a legion in two turns right exactly it's well it's almost always better to take a horde and a regiment for just like twenty points more mm -hmm. you get a lot for that that extra unit you sure do well what do you want to talk about next there's stalwarts. Uh, yeah, well, let's talk about the spear spikes. Okay. So, Ooh. those are basically braves, but with spears. So, they have the like to other spearmen. They have the the bump in attacks and um, the bump in unit strength, which is regiment and horde. Is phalanx important to this list? Uh, no, I don't think so. So, would you take these guys over the braves? I I probably wouldn't um, because even though they're not that many more points, they you really it adds up over the course of up, army. yeah. Because yeah. I mean the horde is one thirty for the Braves and then one hundred uh, one sixty five, so it's a thirty five point bump. For yeah, it's failings, which I, I get failings is important, but it's so situational. It is, I, and and on regiment size, especially with defense four regiments with phalanx, I don't think phalanx is so the extra twenty points for for phalanx. Yeah. So, but I, I could see a, a list with a, a horde of spear spikes, sort of <laughs> just as your center, you know, taking up space, or or maybe plop them down on the a ca uh, across from cavalry on a flank. Mm. So, so these stalwarts are these like the heavy infantry? The yeah, I mean heavy. I'm you know, I'm air quoting there, but portly infantry. Portly <laughs> infantry, I like it. Yeah. Heavy set infantry. Right. <laughs> They're kind of mm. weird. I, I I mean, I haven't exactly figured them out yet, to be honest. They're defense five, which is good. Um, they can get crushing strength one if they swap their their weapons, um, drop the defense for the crushing strength, which is important in the list where you don't have a lot of crushing strength, especially if you're going more halfling infantry. And so I think you probably take these guys um, in two ways, either... You take them in a horde, and then you you get some other the infantry characters we'll talk about later that have buffs for infantry. And and for those who don't change out the crushing strength, usually even defense five. I would leave them at defense five, considering yeah. brew strength maybe. Or the other way is to run them as like a cheap second wave in the troop because mm -hmm. the troop is only seventy five points. They're basically like kings, kingdoms of men, polearm blocks. Mm -hmm. um, so you you swap for the crushing strength. Uh, Polearm blocks hits on threes with crushing strength one. Uh, they hit on fours. They on fours, strength. okay. Yeah. So that's the only difference. Oh, and but these guys are defense five. They're defense five. And, but then with the crushing strength one, they would drop to four. Exactly. Gotcha. And yeah. with spell word, the, the cool thing about spell word is it makes little troops like that, 9-11 mm -hmm. troops, really You can't pick them off kill. with lightning bolt as easy. Yeah. So so some people like El Elliot Morish in the UK, he really likes running two uh, defense five troops. Do you listen to El Elliot Morris? Is he like? Is he the guy that you like? Yeah. This is. He knows. He knows the game really well. Uh, he's the he's the face of the the acceptable face of the Northern Kings. Like yeah. acceptable. Well, the rest of them are pretty ugly, aren't they? <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a V and it's Novon, right? Yeah. <laughs> not, not a th. So. So that is that is that it for infantry? I mean, I guess we got ranged infantry next. That is yeah. That's it for regular infantry. Uh, yeah. So range ranged infantry. The poachers, I, I think, I've played around with them. The only way I would really take poachers is in the formation, which we can talk about later, mm -hmm. um, where they really get the stat boost that they need to be in effect. They have a lot of special rules we should mention. Pathfinder, Scout, Spellboard, <laughs> right. Stealthy, Vicious, and Malay, and Bows with 24 inches. So they're a ranged unit, which which is weird. Ranged unit, but they hit some fives in, in range, but four in Malay, but they have Vicious in Malay. So I guess they're... 
a tracky unit. They're, they're kind of a hybrid unit that does both. Yeah, they're the tracker type unit. Yeah. Um, and and stealthy and spell word is, is good. Um, makes it really difficult to shoot them off, even though they're, they're only defense three. Mm. But they just don't do enough to really justify their points, I don't think. Like, range five. 140 points for a 13-15 defense three is hard. Yeah, and they just don't have the shooting output, really, to, to make them worth it. And they don't they don't hit hard enough. Um, if they had piercing one or maybe an extra, I don't know. Or if they had the, the option to swap to, like, throwing weapons or something like that, um, may, maybe i consider them. Right now, I think they're in a tough spot if you're taking them outside the format. Well, because they don't even have... They don't even, they don't have they don't have steady aim, right? So like, they don't come with you have to like, yeah, no steady aim. So you're 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 yeah, you're hitting on fives. You're really hitting on sixes, mm-hmm. yeah. probably unless you have you know, maybe sevens if you're having cover. Right. So right now they're not really in your list very much unless, unless you mentioned the formation. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what about my thinking. um, what's rogue and tracker? Do these play a part yet in, in terms of keywords? Um, no, okay. they don't. All right. Nope. Well, let's move on to the the other unit that's that befuddles me is is the halfling rifles. Yeah, so these are some of my favorite units in the list, um, and I'll tell you why. So the you don't take them for the shooting output. You're not going to take these guys to shoot people off. They only hit, they, they have steady aim, which is great. They have piercing one, which is great. 18-inch range is fine. That, that's, that's workable. Um, the only rage 5+, plus, so they're not doing a ton of damage. But um, if you want to do shooting damage, you take you know, volley guns or howitzers or, or some of the other units. Well, you take these guys for, and the reason they're really important is because they unlock. They're shooting at the unlocks, which is really powerful. Um, so the, them combined with other shooters like engineers and iron beasts, all of a sudden you start adding up a lot of plank damage. Um, and they're only defense three, which which sucks. But again, they have spell word. Um, and so they're... They're surprisingly resilient. Tinker, Tinker, that's a new one for us. What's yeah. Tinker? Tinker, yeah. So that's like what I was saying before. That's sort of like the halfling, like the me- more mechanical okay. halflings. Yeah, they're hanging out with the elves down cool. south. Ah. Um, and, and now they're sort of coming back into the shires and bringing their technology. They've got the guns. The oh, what? soldiers have the bows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, halfling, halflings, you're running these as troops, regiment hordes. What, what are you running them as? Um, I guess if you're unlocking, you're, you're looking for regiment and hordes. Yeah, I, I like the regiments. Um, I could see maybe one horde. I think some people in playtesting are trying to building a gun line using these. It doesn't really work. What I do is I take in my my sort of like best halfling list is I have three regiments of these guys. They all sit together. You have better shooting in the list, I think, in other options maybe. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like you don't really take these guys for shooting other than to combine it with other shooting. But the fact that they unlock makes them really take They're not terribly expensive at 115 for a horde. I mean, a regiment and 200 for a horde. Yeah. Yeah, but but 20 shots hitting on fives is not going to be like I'm not you're not knocking units out with this. No, but if you take three of them mm-hmm. and they all shoot the same target against defense mm-hmm. five, that's about like six yeah. wounds or so. I mean, they're no decimators, but... They're no decimators. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into cavalry. This is one of the ones that, you know, when the, when they still first talking about halflings, you know, the big the big thing was, we're going to make a sprue that has both cavalry, and, and I, I still don't... A jury's still out. We'll wait and see what people think about that. Right. Being locked into buying both at the same time. But I think you can't play this army if you don't mix, if it's not a mix of, maybe I'm wrong, cavalry and, 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 unit, and infantry. 
Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think this is a, a decision tree choice for the list because I think if you're going like I'm, I am at least starting. And, and one thing I'll say is what I really like about the halflings is you could build like five completely different play styles in the army, which is really cool because you can't do that with a lot of the other armies. Um, and so the way I'm going first, I have a lot of aeronauts and grenadiers and things. So I'm getting my speed from other places, um, but it's totally valid to, bu- to build a really nice cavalry ring uh wing with with these guys yeah so the first unit uh is the juggers and mm-hmm. what a name yeah That's, it can be taken in so many ways <laughs> you know and let's just take a moment to talk about mantic bigot <laughs> i mean i i i know they're 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 european centric but right i mean surely they know what bigot means in the united states but it's spelled different right well it's big get Right, yeah. but yeah, we have bigot clansmen. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah clansmen is, is another one. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't think they have the same uh, uh, frame of reference as we do over here. <laughs> they're not thing. as emotionally as intelligent. To the, to the, <laughs> well, I don't know something. Basically, they're they're <laughs> the heavy the the halfling ha- heavy cab, and that's sort of like in air quotes because, again, like like I was saying earlier, they don't have the the sort of armor piercing or punch that other lists have by design, and so. Even though these are the heavy cav and they hit on threes is cool. They only have uh, thunder tr- thunder's charge one. Mm-hmm. And I, I do see nimble though, and I mean iron resolve. That's cool. Nimble is interesting. Yes. Is that is that is that the interesting? I mean, because all their cavalry is in, in nimble, right? Yeah, I, yeah, they're all nimble, which is unusual. Um, and and so I, I don't know. I think in the hordes, it's hard to get use out of the nimble sometimes. Um, it doesn't come up in my games at least that often. It's just too wide of a footprint to make use of, of a nimble there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but a nimble, basically, cav regiment that you can put items on, like brew strength or, or elite or something to make them hit a little bit harder, and then you bring in the buffs from the saucer to really boost them, it's it's cool. So that's it's also a big jump from the regiment 190 to 325 for the horde. That's a that's a big piece of real estate. Right yeah, there. you know, can I ask you just in generally? I don't like hordes of cavalry. I think those are yeah. a trap. Like, yeah, they hit like a ton of bricks. They also get tied up with very cheap units. Yeah, and then they get pummeled. I don't know. Or if it's somewhere you're, where it's like a place your own terrain. It's like I'm yeah. okay. I'm going to set it up so your cavalry is or like literally can't fit through the gap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that. Or it's going to make it very obnoxious yeah. for you. And then I just, now I've taken that that piece out of play. Essentially, I just wondered, would you ever take these? Ju- well, talk to us. How yeah. would you take these juggers? What what, reg- what size? Oh, I I love cav hordes. So okay, <laughs> yeah. See, I, well, you know, okay. To be I fair, none of the, the cav hordes <laughs> for undead are amazing. For undead, and but like and I'm and thinking Le- like Le- Bast- Freudia, when yeah. I, when I uh, once seen where I showed on, I had a horde of cav. With, no, you uh, did win. A, you did win a tournament one time. Yeah, one time. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I think Jeremy was busting his balls about never winning a tournament, but he's already a winner. Well, everybody's a winner at some point. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to be if you play long enough. Yeah. Yeah. It'll happen. You just uh, <laughs> out, outlive the losing or something. Yeah. So, so the only <laughs> way I would take old age and treachery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> so these guys. Um, I think you take if you're going to take a horde, you take it with the brew strength. That's the only way to take it. Um, if you're going to take regiments, you could do some other other cool stuff. But these guys, uh, you really have to uh, build in a saucer in order to, to make the cav work. I think, yeah, because um, you can just rock up with pretty much a, a perfect buff for every situation. You know, brutal wild charge. The cool thing about the the halfling cav is you can give them uh, basic. Let's see, uh, up to a 19 inch charge. 
threat potential because Ooh. the saucers have that uh, wild charge D3 right. aura. Yeah, yeah. So that's you, some scary you, business. You charge 16, but then you add three, the potential of a three, and all of a sudden everything but flyers has to stay back from your yeah. cav. So that's a lot of threat projection. Um, again, the downside is they just don't hit that hard. But if you can build another stuff in your list to compensate for that, mm -hmm. they're a really interesting tactical piece with the nimble and the wild charge aura um, and all of that. And so juggers, I have to be honest, I haven't quite figured out the best ways to run all the cav yet. Um, but I think with juggers, I, I'd take the horde with brew strength and a saucer behind it. And that's a really good combination. You sold me. Yeah. I'm in. And as if there was, uh, in case you needed any more proof that I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sitting here trashing uh, Horde Footprint. And Tom's like, I mean, I won tournaments with Horde yeah. Cavalry, so <laughs> play better, scrub. Step yeah. it up. Well, talk I, talk it, to me when you finish above Countercharger. <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess one of the things about this unit in particular, though, the Nimble does help, too. Like, yeah. you know, Hordes are hard to move around, but if you're Nimble, it's an extra pivot. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm a, I'm a Dwarf player, so looking at that stat line, it's like, oh, it's Speed 8. And it's nimble, and it's got a boatload of attacks. Like, well, that, that's there's a brick in my pants now. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. mess with that. No, you're gonna make me do math and have to like close mm -hmm. off angles and everything and shuffle around. Like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I knew. I know the UK guys, um, and especially the Northern King guys that I've talked to. They really are, are hot on the cav. They think that's sort of what makes the list. I'm not. I don't. Does any of the cavs shoot? Uh, yes. Yeah. So the wild runners, I see. Yeah, the wild, the wild runners shoot, mm -hmm. um, and they they are actually really good. I, so I would almost always. Do you disagree with them. everything the UK says? No, no. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting to hear some controversy here. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would always take them with the rifle upgrade, the piercing one, 18 inch. That's just so good. They have steady aim. They only hit on fives. Yeah, but but um, they can really do some damage. And again, they're only defense three, but they have spell words. So that means that they're basically defense four against shooting. Um, except for like lightning bolt, but uh, or, or, or yeah, no, they do have it against like so against everything. The, spell words it works against lightning bolt. Yeah. Stealthy doesn't work. Against it's it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, I think there's a couple ways to run these guys. So you either take multiple regiments and you try to um, like shoot at the same target and build build damage, and you sort of have a shooting wing, um, or you take them in the troops and you use them as chaff for your other cav, like the wild lancers, mm -hmm. which is the melee melee version. Um, so yeah, let's just go to the wild lancers. Yeah, yeah. So this this is weird because and arrow has keywords in all of these. And that's just the dogs are riding, right? So yeah, and it gives them iron resolve. So the idea is that, I see. Yeah, that that whole arrow mythology. It's the same thing in the Rorya list. All the arrow have iron yeah. resolve. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Should 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 halflings still be in the Rorya list, or should they be? Should be like a clean line. I don't think that the wordy list is going to survive to version four, to be quite honest. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and I don't. And if I, you don't like it, all you have is Tom. Uh, yeah, I don't. Like. I don't have any inside information on that, but but that's my suspicion. And I I actually love the halfling units in Rordia now. Right. Um, they're really. I think the way they they change them makes them really viable. But but that's a, a different podcast. That's right. Well, an, another podcast. Yeah. So wild lancers. Yeah, wild lancers. The weird thing about these compared to the juggers is they both hit on threes. So normally you have like this sort of three types. You have the heavy cav that hits on threes, defense five. You got the shooting cav, and then you got the medium cav, which normally hits on fours and is a little bit faster. But these guys are just, you know, they're not any faster. They're only, they're still speed eight, but they hit on threes with almost as many attacks. And so it's really interesting um, in a cheap way. I mean, they're significantly cheaper than the juggers. 
And so I think the best way to run these guys is just to run multiple of them. Yeah, I mean, they're just defend the one less defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just a lot, you know, a horde of Juggers is 325, a horde of Wild Lancers is 265. Yeah. Right, and they still hit on threes, and they both have Thunder's Charge 1. Yeah, they're exactly the same. Yeah, yeah and not, not well, that much. The Juggers have more attacks, I should say. Yeah, but I was going to say, not, not much different in attacks. It, well, not, enough, not a big enough difference to. to and the Juggers have a slightly yeah. higher nerve, but. Right. They, yeah. yeah, they do. But that's a significant discount. I mean, that's 35, 55, that's 60 points, right? Am I doing math right? 60 yeah, points? that's right. So I, I really think uh, my current thinking is that the Juggers are, are kind of a trap unit. Um, I think you're gonna it's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah. I, need get, I need to get that as a clip. So but the Wild Lancers, they're really good. Um, I think in either, really any size, um, I, I, I favor multiple regiments altogether. And they're just, you have to think about them different. They're not hammers. They're just, you know, it doesn't matter if they die. It's a different sort of mindset. You just, um, you take a bunch of them, and some of them are going to get through, and some of them are going to do damage. Would you take Relentless on them or no? Yes, I think these are the units the that ones. you really want to take Relentless yeah. on. Well, they well, are the best units to take them so. on. Yeah. That's because they're the second wave coming in, or there's somebody shooting them, and they'll maybe uh, following some damage in? Because they really benefit from just having a few extra attacks. I see. And, and they really combo well with the Wild Runners who have the, the rifles, because they'll, they'll pepper damage, and then all of a sudden... You hit a, a sweet wild charge three aura, mm-hmm. and your cav is charging nineteen at something with extra. Yeah, attack. we should mention there's so many auras. It's like it's really hard to be talking about any of these units in 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 its, in its by itself, and not totality of all the other stuff that comes. You know, it's a synergistic army. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's deceptive to just look at the stat blocks and talk about them because you really, especially more than this army than any other, you have to. Well, consider. so are we? Are we ready to talk about? You know, the, the one that made the internet rage for so long, El Grenadiers. And by the way, that's how we pronounce it, right? El Grenadiers? Is it? <laughs> that's how Matt Croger pronounces it. El Grenadiers. I think it's Edge, Edge Grenadiers is how I've been told. Um, well, it does, say e- it does say E-G. E-G, yeah. G? Yeah. According to Matt Gilbert, uh, it's pronounced Edge. So, okay. Yeah. Edge. Well, I wonder, wonder where they got the, where they, where they found that. Uh, a broken spell checker, I would, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess let's talk about. We're in the large infantry section. Yeah. These are the edge grenadiers. They are irregular. Yeah. And yes. uh, do you like you know? Let's go through this unit. The interesting. They only come as a regiment of three. Right. Um, and so these are sort of the halflings on jetpacks. Um, and they're they're brutal. It's supposed to be like the bombs that they drop drop on people. Mm-hmm. I think this along with the Braves, it's a top five unit in the list. And there's not a a halfling playstyle that the that doesn't benefit from taking these guys. Right, two to three of them. That brutal D three is very interesting. brutal D three. Yeah, that's so, very 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 interesting. That, that's going to be real swingy. Yeah, that makes it fun. <laughs> it's yeah. super swingy, it, but uh, they really outfight chaff. Like if you think about gargoyles, they're going to do maybe two to three wounds with a normal attacks, but then you're going to throw on the brutal, potentially yeah. up to three, and they just they they outfight other people. You give them relentless, or you just. Uh, 105 points, just keep them cheap. You could, but no, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I don't think they have enough attacks to really... Nine, yeah. It, they, so like that, that's 11-13 nerve. That, that's, that's, that's nothing to shake a... You know, it's defense four, mm-hmm. sure, but, I mean, you look back at the Braves at some of the other chaff and, like, other chaff units, that's... You know, you're going to dedicate a little bit more than you normally would to, to picking up some chaff. Yeah, no, that's great. It's great nerve uh, for the points. A lot better than Gargoyles 8-10. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Because how many points are gargoyles for the troop? They're 85. 85. So, I mean, it kind of moves out. But okay, 810 yeah. is still, it's the bane of my existence <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, the really important scenario unit, um, a speed 10 flyer mm. that you don't have to unlock in a hero slot is, is really good for scenario. You, it captures backline objectives, and it just allows you to do a bunch of other things. Um, I think these guys are like sort of the poster child for the halfling list because like we keep talking about, they can't punch very well. They don't have the crushing strength of the Thunderous Charge, but they get around that through other ways. And one of ways is attacking the, uh, the other unit's nerves directly through like Brutal, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you do the math, like Brutal is worth a bunch of extra attacks. And so I mean, it's like extra, it literally becomes extra wounds, it, extra wounds, right? Yeah, right. And but you already hit and you've already damaged, so it's it's better than just an extra wound. Exactly. I want to circle back to the way you phrase that attacking their nerve directly. Yeah, that's that, that's a brilliant way to think about that. Yeah. I hadn't I hadn't considered that before. Yeah, yeah there, there's those abilities that can do that are the most powerful uh, unit uh, abilities in the game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, because Kings of War is a game of nerve, it really is. And those you know, those abilities are really powerful, um, and the halflings they they really rely on them. Well, where do you want to go next? Forest trolls? Yeah, let's do forest trolls. Okay. Um, so forest trolls, I mean, they sort of do what they say on the tin. They're better trolls. They get Pathfinder um, for not that many more points. I think. How much is a horde of goblin trolls? I think it's one ninety. So, so fifteen, 15 points. points in the, yeah. In the horde. For Pathfinder, yeah, it's Pathfinder. worth it. Especially for units to hit on four plus. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I can hit on fives. Um, and so they love being in terrain. Because um, yeah. if you shoot them, you're going to be shooting defense five, regen mm-hmm. five units in terrain. And when they charge out, they're still hitting on fours with crush two. So I think there are certain lists where you can build like a troll front line. It's definitely a viable option to get some. That's, that's one way of solving this sort of crushing strength problem is just take a lot of trolls. Um, <laughs> And they work. They work well with the other troll units, the troll gunners. You know, you can take uh, a couple, a mix of each, and or you could just take force trolls. Um, one of the best things that I found to do is to take three hordes as your front line, and then we'll get to this unit later. But the Iron Beast with the aura upgrade, which gives inspiring and headstrong, headstrong for trolls. Everybody knows that's that's mm, great. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know why it works for trolls. To be honest, it might change, but uh, for now, uh, that's a good good little trick that I've found. So, well, let's get to the forest troll gunners because I don't know this just this this unit when you compare it back to the the hand gunners, the halfling rifles. Mm-hmm. I don't know because the halfling rifles, you know, they've got steady aim. I don't know. Let's, let's, but they're not they're not in a troll backpack. Yeah, I know. I just rifle. I guess I just don't <laughs> understand. So like they both have eighteen inch range, right? Right. But one's got steady aim. And one rides a troll. And one rides a troll. I mean, I guess this is another hybrid unit because it's got the trolls with the crushing strength one, you know, hitting on fours. So, I mean, I guess it's it's a dual purpose unit, but it hits on four plus. Yeah. So, so I mean, I don't know. I guess you got one unit hitting on fives with steady aim and then one unit hitting on four plus without steady aim. And I guess the thought process is, well, you guys are going to be moving, so... Because you're riding a troll. Yeah, you're riding. So I guess you would normally be hitting on fives anyways. So so these guys hit on fours. Um, they have crushing strength one, the theory being that they lose one of their crushing strength because they have a 
they have to carry the half one. Sure. That may, that, now, I like that. That's yeah. that's logic to explain yeah. a rules deficiency for the for <laughs> trolls. But no, that that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they used to be defense five in playtesting. They were the most broken unit in playtesting that I found. And and me and Brad and some of the other guys played multiple games, showing why that was really dumb. So they they moved them down to defense four. Um, and so you're saying why? How do they compare the rifles? Well, the rifles shoot fairly decently with piercing, um, but if you get into them, they can't fight back. Mm-hmm. So these guys have they they still hit on fours like normal trolls, and they still have crush one. So it's not easy to uh, to just throw a little little unit. It's they just don't have the piercing that the, the halfling gunners. Do. They don't have the yeah. piercing, but here's here's how you think about it: um, a ha- uh, an elven archer horde mm-hmm. has 20 attacks on fours okay it has elite so so it's more like 23 attacks or something but these guys have 18, 18 attacks, attacks on, horde. on fours and it's shorter range but when you get in that range it really picks up chaff super efficiently and super easily mm-hmm. um, so these guys are chaff killers extraordinary you're not going to be shooting people off the table well and then regen five plus two right like, you, get regen the, five. you get like almost all the benefits of the troll right and, right um, and, and again, these guys love being in a forest. So if you have that forest just out of your deployment mm-hmm. zone, you move up, you take, you know, you're, you're not going to be shooting turn one anyway because it's right. 18. Yeah, move up, sit there. You get in position mm-hmm. and you don't move for the rest of the game. You just shoot chaff off, you you score. Because that 18-inch range is, is, I mean, that's that's a fair bit of like fair projection there. Yeah. It's and, a, and it's, again, what we said, 18 attacks on four. So that's nine nine hits and then you know, depending on the defense, like that's... That's a pretty reliable source of, of range damage there. Yeah, and they really combo well with some of the war machines where, you know, they only do like three wounds or so to defense five, but but again, they can spike a, a, a nerve roll or they can spike a, an attack roll and get some damage through with other shooting. And so you're not going to be shooting anything off with any of these units, but it's the it's the It's the death by a thousand paper cuts. Exactly. And we should mention the forest troll gunners are a regular as well. Yeah. Uh, not like it. Well, yeah. Yeah, so they, they they work well with other trolls. They work well with halflings. So you do sort of like a, if with halfling brave regiments, you put one forward, then the troll's right behind. So it's harder to... Like a checkerboard? Like a checkerboard, mm-hmm. exactly. So you checkerboard with halfling brave regiments. That's another good way to run these guys. Well, let's get to large cavalry. Yeah. They also broke the internet. Yeah, these uh, were the ones that did it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it wasn't Edge Grenadiers, but he did have a lot of those in his list. He did, it? too, yeah. Yeah. Those UK guys, you know, they just want to mess everything up for can't everybody. Can't help themselves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't, they cannot help themselves. That's a, that's a good way to look and they, at it. And they call Dojo the problem. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, um, so this is, yeah, I really like this unit, um, and not just because it's really good, but it, so there's no, like I was saying, there's no, like, three-up hammers in the halfling list. And so you have to play in a different way. And these guys are, are one of the, the things. So what I like is I, I take multiples of them. They're not, if to the front, they don't do that much damage. But when you have a bunch of them, then suddenly you start getting flanks and combo charges and things, and, and it really starts adding up. So it's, it's a different way to do damage, taking a lot of more medium units versus just super hammers like Soul Reavers or something. Mm. The, the epitome of you throw enough um, mess against the wall and something's bound to stick. Yeah, right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the Pathfinder too, which is... They have Pathfinder, fly. yeah. Why? Oh, man. Balloons with Pathfinder. He said coyly, <laughs> they have Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> so the way I think about these guys is if you do the math, and, and I'm pretty sure this is right, but if you do the math, they hit like a white horde in uh, version two. So white hordes in version two were uh, crushed two melee four. 
Okay, now these guys used to have Brutal before they got nerfed um, in the in the final version of the list. But so they before they were exactly like a white horde uh, in version two. But now they they're basically like that without the brutal, and so you know white hordes are good. They they hit pretty hard. They're not gonna pick you up in one go. But if you give them a flank, that unit's gone. And so um, yeah, these these guys I really like them. They they have this bombing run special rule, and it means they always hit on force. So it's like hammer measure force for damaging, which means and they don't care about ensnare. They don't care about phalanx. Yeah. Uh, one reason that these guys, you could, taking a bunch of these guys can work is normally you don't want to take like a bunch of just flying hammer units because if you run into a phalanx list, you're, you're out of luck. But with these guys, they don't care. They don't have that counter. So What's you, the footprint on, the large, on them again? They're 150 by uh, 100, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, the base size is awkward, yeah, yeah, but they fly, so it's really easy yeah. to, to complete charges. Yes. Because uh, you just got to hit once and, you know, and then you, then you can get in. The height five is a problem. Um, they are really tall, really easy to shoot, which is why you need to build in support that we'll talk about later. Yes. So. And, but, and those minis are just awesome, too. Like, we, yeah. we, yeah, they are. We hadn't touched on it yet, but, like, the new halfling stuff. The, 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 yeah, the the entire mantic range for these these minis that we've seen so far, they're gorgeous. Like I, I absolutely love these models. Yeah. yeah, enough to buy them. Well, yes, but you know I'm still I'm still painting through. You can, just, you can just pretend they're dwarves. I could. They go fast. I mean, and, and wait, aren't the colors already green and yellow? He's already got balloons in his army. Yeah, already, right. well, yeah, for and this aren't the colors yeah. green and yellow in your army? Yeah, they are indeed. And what's yeah. the colors of the official halflings? Green and yellow. I mean, it's a match made in heaven, Randy. See, here's the thing: if I was going to do the halfling army, I'd go the opposite of what Tom's saying. You know, the the, the two, um, not stereotypes, but the two like stories or, or backstories for it. Instead of the tinker, I'd go the full agricultural because I look at that and I see like. Bavaria and Oktoberfest. So I'm going with like the blue yes. and white checks and with the red yeah. accents and everything. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, yeah. Pints everywhere, pints all around, and just it'll be great. It'll be so great. we're into war engines now, is that right? Yep. And uh, the volley guns come over from, well, technically, they yeah. were, they were Legal Rory was borrowing it from the halflings. Yeah. But uh, is, it, is it exactly the same entry? It's a little bit more expensive in the halfling army list. Does that make any sense to I'm you? I'm not quite sure why. The funny thing is that the the Volgans used to be crewed by halflings and Rordia, and then they switched it to humans. So now the Rordia ones are crewed by humans, but these are crewed by halflings. I don't know what the difference is, but just a little weird. I mean, Volgans, we've talked to them to death, right? They are great little points that they make a kill box and you're like don't come in here or we're gonna let you you know fire you up yeah you take three you take zero you just put them um in a forest or other terrain on your side of the board and you create a, a zone of nope don't go in here so <laughs> no fly zone exactly <laughs> how about the whole howitzer i mean anybody use is it at 90 points it, i mean that harkens to a um a mortar is it is that but it's not a mortar it's obviously yeah no, it's it's not. It's more like a rock lobber. That's the best gotcha. comparison. Yep, yeah, yep. And, and yes, I, I think they're they're definitely have a place in the right list. They have piercing three is good. That's, the piercing. You talked great. about some of the you know high defense with the limited crushing. Well, you know the uh, the volley gun has probably more attacks, you know, uh, and hits on fives and with piercing two and then the howitzer. Yeah, two attacks hitting on fives, but blast D three plus one is pretty good. It is good. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're rock lobbers. I, the only reason I don't really like the howitzers is I think the game has moved away from war engines. Um, and so it doesn't mean that you can't get your value out of them. Uh, but, 
but I usually try to build my list without them in there. But they, they do combo really well with some of the other shooting. And again, like other war engines, you take two or three, and uh, they do they sort of do what they do. Everybody knows what, what mm -hmm. high-piercing war engines do. So Exactly. Well, let's move. If you want, we can move on. Yeah. Monsters and Titans. We got one of each. This is probably the coolest coolest yeah. model in the oh yeah range, I, think. I love that model <laughs> the lawnmower it's like a, it's it's like a, a manual lawnmower being yeah. pushed <laughs> by a troll with yeah. a backpack that's you know like I look in that I, the first time I saw that model the first like voice I heard in my head was if anyone ever played like the old Warcraft RTS games like the peons like job's done and Job work, work 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 like work work like that's what I see is I see the halfling on the back and the and the troll with the plow and work 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 and yes. the, yeah like that's that's my head cannon. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Head cannon. I like it. Uh, so these guys are pretty much mincers from the Goblin list. Uh, they that's their most direct comparison, and mm -hmm. they sort of play the same role. So you just you put them next to your infantry. You don't care if your infantry gets charged, and when it does, you bring these guys in on a flank. So with goblins, the the whole idea is you use your cheap stuff to unlock a bunch of other stuff that's going to kill. That that has to, that can't kill the front, but can kill to you know flanks and rears, and you get those by just having more units than your opponent. Mm -hmm. So this is the same same idea. Um, they hit. They're surprisingly hitty. They have D six plus eight attacks on threes. That's a lot of mm -hmm. high quality attacks. Uh, I mean, you would say they're a better mincer, right? I think they are a better mincer. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere a steel behemoth is. I mean, pilot what I'm behind. hearing is like <laughs> in threes. some cases they're downgraded things from Rodia. But when it comes to comparison to the goblins, they're better. Yeah. So they're better goblins and goblins, but not as better halflings of Rodia halflings. Does that make sense? Something like that. It I don't makes, know. It could have been said more succinctly, but it does. It yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's it is to be fair. <laughs> I am fair. old, and it is late. But yes, I <laughs> well, I will defer to my esteemed colleague on the right. Here, no, 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 better. Esteemed? How, no one's ever accused. <laughs> Here's the. Cool How thing. dare you, sir? <laughs> The cool thing about these guys uh, is they have both the Ravenous and the Tinker keyword. So they can double dip. So they can double auras, dip. So you, yeah. you can get auras on them, and you can also get, like, Engineer Radiance Alive. Mm, in bus very form. nice. So, yeah, they, they bring both sides. And the it. model, as I think we mentioned, this model is yeah. the model to... Uh, I mean, actually, I would just run them as... If you wanted to run Mincers, I would run these as the Mincers. These are great, great models. Oh, yeah. They're awesome. I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone's doing that already. Like, that's that's great. The minis are fantastic. Like Yeah, you know. they're awesome. Yeah. So uh, the uh, so that's the only monster in the list. Um, the Titan, the only Titan in the list is the Iron Beast. It's the big, giant, mechanical pig, the, right? Another yep. awesome... Like, I love... From uh, Iron, uh, League of Infamy, right? That's right. And so it's PVC, a PVC model. Um, it's it's cool and there's I guess there's a couple halflings on top like making dinner or something. Yeah, you see, I thought it was resin. No, it's I, it, it's a model from League of Infamy, so it'll be it, just oh, like the Knucker and another one, right. Depth Horror or whatever it is. So yeah. it's I mean they not to say they probably they probably did they probably I mean for the studio paint job I'm sure they didn't give <laughs> and, you know, uh, 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 I'm sure they didn't give him a, a PVC model. I'm sure they gave him a resin model. Steam powered yeah. warthog with a pizzeria on top of it. It's great. That's what's awesome. What's not to like? Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Well, you like this one a lot. Yeah, I do. Uh, there's a lot going on with it too. So. It's 
it's kind of like um, a downgraded, not as good. Uh, what's the dwarf one? The, the, the steel sti- behemoth. Yeah, it's, it's like a downgraded version yeah. of the steel behemoth. It's like a knockoff version. But it's cheaper, right? It's cheaper. It is, yeah, it's considerably cheaper. Um, the 210 points here. It's 16, 18, defense 6. So halflings don't have a lot of like super tanky stuff. And one problem that I found is when you're taking a bunch of like medium units, sometimes you'll bounce and then the counter charge, you just get wiped out. Yeah. So you really need a couple units that can take a punch, you know, can and defense six and grind with eighteen nerve will do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, not- sorry, I was I was just like for the for the points difference between that and like sticking with the, the steel behemoth or either, or the Galax Fury mm-hmm. comparison, like for as cheaper as this is, like you're losing sure one crushing strength and one piercing from it, but it's the same attack range on the on the shots, a few less attacks. But like this thing is is still. Beefy. That's gonna. It's still gonna hurt, and it's gonna be a pain in the butt to remove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, don't go thinking that they're gonna haul off and, and punch something out. They don't do yeah. that. They mm-hmm. they do consistent. You know, three, four, five wounds. But that what they really are is like a utility piece. So yeah. they have the aura spell word, which is awesome because a lot of the halfling, like actual halfling units, have spell word, but the trolls don't. The uh, tinker units don't. So you take these guys, and all of a sudden, your entire army is spellward, which is really cool, mm-hmm. especially on like. And the harvesters don't either. And the harvesters don't, right? Um, and so, yeah, all this gives all those units a, a spellward aura. Um, it's got five attack, um, piercing one, steady aim, handgun attack. So, mm-hmm. again, you just yeah, that's considerably less attacks on the range. I didn't see that part before. I just saw the um, bit. Yeah, because Galax Fury is twelve attacks on the range. So, yeah. My yeah. Mistake. And again, I mean, it's 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 not that many, but when you start comboing it up, and it and adds up over six yeah. turns. It yeah. adds up. As a Hellfane, you've got the eight attacks shooting from the top. And and uh, this is another unit that has the ravenous and the tinker keyword. And so I think I think one way to run a saucer, if you're not going to run it on a, on a mount, you just put one behind an iron beast and you just cast around and and throw orders uh, as you're hiding behind this height six monster. So. Um, yeah, I really like it, but it's a utility titan. It's not a, you know, giant that's going to go punch things and, and kill them. But it's it's good. And then the last thing to talk about with this is the uh, Pride of the Shires upgrade, which I think you always take. It's it's an auto include if you're only taking one. If you're taking multiple, um, I can see not taking it. Like I have a list where I take two. I don't take the the Pride of the Shires, but if you're just taking one, definitely well worth it. So awesome. Where would we go next? Okay, we go. I think to the two units that really make the entire. This is this work. is the magic sauce. The, yeah, yeah, this hey. is the magic sauce. <laughs> Give me the sauce. Yeah. Give me the sauce. Um, so confession, I don't actually play a lot of lists with saucers in them. Ooh. I haven't yet, and people find that shocking because they think like if you're gonna play halflings, you gotta play a saucer. I'll say you don't have to do that, but but if you're going into like the tinker units like I do. Um, but if you're if you're going into the cav, definitely you need a saucer. Um, if you're going infantry heavy with with halfling infantry, you need a saucer. Um, I think the best way to, to so we should say what it is. Basically, it's it's a weird unit. It's the only unit of its type in the in the game. So you can each each turn you can pick one of four auras, um, at and then you roll a uh, you roll dice, and if you you can get, uh, if you score a four plus, you can get up to plus three for wild charge, brutal, life leech, or rally. The catch, and, and rally only goes up to two, but you roll, you roll three dice. Um, and so 
the so the, the thing to notice about these is that they only work with units with a ravenous keyword so again there's that dichotomy ravenous versus tinker um and so this is going to really help your calf uh, it's really going to help your harvesters and iron beasts and so it's it's cool i mean it, it, it there's nothing nothing like it um the fact they don't have they can't take spells which stinks they're sort of like a wizard that doesn't place that, that doesn't have spells but you can take a magic item so you can you can do like loot you could do lightning bolts or or different things like that yeah. um, to give them some utility you can do both at the same time you can use your magic item plus the aura so yeah yeah that, that aura mechanic is is really interesting yeah and are they i don't know where i heard this are are halflings cannibals <laughs> uh, that's that's rumor, not not okay. proven. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Where did you hear that rumor? I don't know. I think I may have heard it on After Dark somewhere. Okay. No, I think I, I you're you're not far off. Like I, I heard that, but it wasn't in After Dark. I think it was right when the the beta list was released. Everyone was it. chatting about it. like how come all of them have ravenous? Like everyone was speculating. Yeah. Like what do they mean ravenous? What's in the sauce? What is going on? With <laughs> what are they cooking? What are they doing in the Shire? Like very fried green tomatoes, like the secret right. in the sauce, which is a very old movie reference for anyone who might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's the saucer. I think the best way to take it is just take one on a mount and you just fly around the board, putting your oars wherever, yeah. wherever you want. So I mean, is there auras that you, you got to have and auras that are maybes? Uh, I think the life leech ores may be a little, you know, it's, it's more situational. The wild charge, um, brutal and rally, I think, depending on the situation, they're all great. Well, any of the ones that can go plus, yeah, plus N, pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really missed out on not writing in the phrase, like, picking an aura from this menu op like of options or anything like that. They'd right, right, right. <laughs> Playing into the ordering from the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do crazy things, like, if you take the... Uh, the Airless hero, the flyer, speed 20 flyer. You can actually charge turn one. You hit a, a wild charge D3 aura, and they can charge turn one across into the enemy Ooh. deployment zone. So That's disgusting. I love it. There's yeah. different, like, <laughs> weird combos that you don't even think about until it happens to you a couple times. Yeah. So it's fun. And you're like, oh. Right. All right, so we jump over to the Tinkerer himself. Yep, uh, Mr. Engineer. Uh, this is m probably my favorite unit in the list. It's just so good. So first is it, it inspires. It has a shooting attack. I would always upgrade to the 24-inch Pierce II three-attack uh, half, uh, halfling long rifle. Is that because he's standing in the back with, with war engines and whatever? Yeah. And he's got nothing else to do. He might as well be shooting? Exactly. And just the 24-inch threat versus the 18-inch threat, it's just mm -hmm. it's so much more. In the in the Pierce II, again, it's just... He's 75 points. He's so cheap. He's yeah. super cheap with, with the... Uh, Long rifle upgrade, he's 90. Yeah. But I, I take him pretty much kitted out. So I take, in my halfling list, I take three engineers. Um, just, just to make sure you can ventilate chest cavities from across the board. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they're really synergistic, too. They do it in a different way than the sorcerer, but they have a wild charge aura for Tinker. So that means all your aeronauts are charging 15 instead of 14. All your grenadiers, I really like them with grenadiers because it means... Instead of charging twenty, they charge twenty-one. So now they have a jump on all the different flyers. Oh do you do you like taking the um, the upgraded gun? It looks like mm -hmm. the range twenty-four, three attacks, piercing two, fifteen points. Yep. Maybe that's a like take it always or just 
I think it's a take it always unless you don't have the points. But okay. uh, but I always make sure I have the points. Yeah. So I'll okay. put it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's the top tip. Yeah. Yep. If it's important, it's important. Yep. It's going to be in there. He's like, believe me, you'll want to use these to try and put uh, Lyndon B. Johnson in office. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have uh, the Radiance of Life uh, for Tinker-only units. It actually is really useful. You end up... You end up getting back a lot of wounds because halflings don't have heal, and so they're susceptible to chip damage. And this is one way to kind of counteract that. Right. So a a plus unit. Awesome. Well, should we go? So you have some more heroes. You want to walk us through them? Yeah. I mean, are are any of these other ones ones you would take? <laughs> after after you've doted on these so much, it's like, do you want? I mean, you really want to cover? Well, I mean, he didn't really like the right. He doesn't. Does, he say I want saucer? I mean, yep, yeah. Well, he didn't say he didn't like it. He didn't use it because it doesn't play his fit, play style, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But what about these other um, units? Yeah, I, I, the sergeant. So it's a, uh, it's sort of like a little bit better kingism and hero. It inspires, but it, it's but he has the word sergeant instead of just hero. hero, right? Yeah, it's but it's the same three attack crush one um, unit. You know, if you want that type of unit, you can take it. It has the standard of Hodenberg. I like mount on a miniature airless. On a miniature airless. What's a what's a miniature airless? A smaller small dog, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is it like a cocker spaniel or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chihuahua. <laughs> Chihuahua. <laughs> it's a very angry schnauzer. I'd yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, you probably wouldn't take this this, this guy. No, it, it has the the banner to give uh, infantry units elite and melee, but I don't think any of the halfling infantry really. Hit well, hitting on up. fours, right? For the most fours, part, yeah, it's one yeah, unit it's, elite on. Four fours is is not that great elite on fives is pretty much worthless and so uh this is sort of a leave at home for me okay. mm-hmm. yeah and, and, and the same thing with the muster captain which is just the same thing except it has a little bit more attacks and more nerves so it's sort of like the the king class mm-hmm. uh, version again it has a role it's not it's not worthless but i don't think you're getting the yeah. best version this feast master he's kind of like Who's the next guy on our list here? He feels like maybe he could be something that's very um, colorful for the list and yeah, throwing cleaver. I love the flavor of that. The Have you seen thing. the model? He, the big yeah. fat guy. Yeah. yeah, with the big cleaver. Yeah. Uh, so awesome. Again, I think he's a League of Infamy model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. Um, so I, I do like the Feastmaster. Um, I like all of these sort of dual heavy, heavy infantry too. It's weird. I think that's like a, a carryover from the uh, the league infantry. Just, just so big, you wouldn't fit on a twenty millimeter base, probably. Yeah, but I like that he's the only halfling <laughs> that won't fit on a twenty millimeter. Yeah, so it's like oh, we'll put him on a forty. We'll just make. <laughs> well, he's, he is a fat guy. Yeah. I will, you know, so a portly fellow. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are good. Um, that now that they inspire, I think they're they're a lot better. So one thing I like doing with them is. Uh, if you're running like the three halfling uh, rifle regiments, like I was talking about, mm-hmm. the way to shut those rifle regiments down was to throw individuals at them, right? Like all shooting. But if you have a duelist feastmaster who also inspires, who can sort of sit out in front mm. um, and and hit that individual that's going to hurt your rifles with double attacks, that's a really cool combination. Mm-hmm. The other thing I like doing is taking them with wings, because. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So his defense drops to three, but he has nine moves twenty, right? So yeah. Charges twenty. So. So he has an effective thirty-two inch range at that point <laughs> for his like throwing that. cleaver. With the feastmaster, you're bringing wings of honey maze. It's actual honey that's made. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so this guy, yeah, he he makes some of my list. Um, not some percentage wise, fifty percent. Uh, probably about twenty percent. Oh, that's not very good odds. I wouldn't gamble. I wouldn't. Would you? Would you budge your money on twenty percent? Almost a quarter. 
Okay. I, I am having it's a debate whether yeah. the, the third engineer on my list is, is better than a Feastmaster because they're about the same points. Yeah, and and he, and it, I'm, I'm trying them out. Yeah, yeah. he says 20%, but I'm, you're, you're probably putting in a a metric ton of, of right so games. quantitatively yeah. as a percentage it may be yeah. low but yeah numerically you know yeah. it might be oh uh, enough gosh. to give them a fair shake for exactly yeah. exactly yeah he's what? on my list to test more mm-hmm. yeah uh do you, do, you, do you i mean anything sp- so he's got rogue and tracker does that do anything yet not yet okay mm-hmm. all right it's more future proofing I'd, I'd imagine i do like the fact though he's got five attacks sitting on threes you know he's got the scout special rule is that the, that's what else in this list has scout uh, the poachers. Okay. Poachers. Oh, but right. but the cool thing about scout is if you have the wings, you can go up. Um, you know what? Ten. If you have the wings, because your speed ten. Yeah. So or, or actually, you can go up twenty. Yeah. Because you can have the double, and then you can fly into the backfield on turn one. So and now all your opponent's one. war machines are irrelevant. Yeah. You just kill them <laughs> turn one. It's really hard to protect war machines now in the game. Well, where Line should we up, knock them down? <laughs> where should we go next, Tom? Uh, so both both of the other. Non-unique heroes, I think, are some of the best in the list, and so, Ooh, so these are ones you take. The, I take these all the time. Yeah, uh, the muster captain on winged Arales. So that's pretty much the same as the the duke, the winged duke, and the Rordia list, mm-hmm. and, the, and the king was a men uh, general on winged beast. Uh, and those those units are awesome, like everybody knows. And these are almost, I think, almost a better version of them because you get the spell ward. Yeah. Um, which means the one of the big weaknesses of taking big flyers is they're easier to shoot. Yeah. Um, you know, you just plink a couple of wounds on them, and all of a sudden they're not as scary. But spell ward, you can't really do that. Um, and again, the, the these guys have crushed two thunder ones. So yeah. Again, like I'm saying, we're always trying to be thinking of how to overcome that that crushing strength deficiency. This is one one way. Getting flanks with these guys is one is one way to overcome. Say like relentless, yes, right? Yes, re- yeah. relentless, super important. For oh yeah, these guys. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I take two in some lists. Uh, if you're mm. if you're playing like lower points, like 1995 mm-hmm. or or 2000, I might take three it, yeah. with a bunch of other fast stuff. So yeah, great unit. And just throw up two double birds from across the table as you <laughs> whiz around at those low points. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and you can always catch people out, like I was saying, with the with the saucer yep. while the Jora turn one. Mm-hmm. That's the, and the models for the winged airlines with the rider are pretty sweet. Yeah, they're, they're cool. cool. They're, They're really cool. Gunnery Sergeant on Troll. So he's the individual version of the unit, right? Right, exactly. These guys are defense five. So like a lot of heroes, they go up a defense from the from the normal unit. They're so good. It's a really thin skin troll. Down and three three plus to hit instead of four, right? Yeah, three plus to hit. Oh, but still hitting on right. fours in range. Yeah. So so people like the uh like Abyssal Warlocks, they like the the ogre um warlocks. These guys, they don't have spells, but they do have a shooting attack. And they're good for all the reasons that those units are good. I mean, they're just, they do everything. They, you know, combo, uh, like support chargers. They can clear chaff with their shooting. They score, you know, they're nimble pathfinders so they can really capture objectives at the end of the game. They, and, and if you go up and, and hit them, they can, they can punch back a little bit. And with regen and tinker, sometimes I've had games where the engineer, you know, the, 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 the troll takes a charge gets a lot of wounds but with regen and the radiance of life from the, the engineer it brings it all back and so this guy's amazing i i have lists where i take three i take i like taking one mostly i put them in between two troll hordes and just go to town yeah so, yeah you beat me to it i was about to ask like where where do you run them but yeah between the two troll holds that mm-hmm. makes that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they've got some cool unique units yes, do you like do. any of them 
I am not a fan of actually of all of them, uh, of any of them, I should yeah. say. I mean, there, you read some of them like Allie. She's got some interesting things, but effective on the table, probably not. Yeah, I mean, she's she's an upgraded Feastmaster. She's only 15 more points for some cool roles. So, you know, you can find 15 points. Uh, she's a little bit faster, uh, has, you know, uh, the Master Thief special role. Which the, is, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. But it's, but, but it's short range, six inches. Right. Right. And uh, enemy units within six inches of, of alley may not use their magical artifact when attacking in combat. When alley is attacking an enemy unit in combat, she may choose a magical artifact held by any enemy unit she has engaged with, engaged with, excluding one use only items. Yeah. So, like, you can take away people's burst strength. You can take that's away pretty sweet. Pathfinder, yeah. But the thing is, let me ask you this though: like, she's got to be near. It's the same problem with the warlocks with drain life. You're like, I got to be in the mix. Danger close. Right. right. I'm like, I don't, I don't. If one falls, not she's individual. So she can get out of the, the warlock camp, but like mm -hmm. you got to be up there at the battle line, and um, if you get charged, yeah, you're dead. And pick what you want to turn off, like very, like specifically and precisely, because yeah. mm -hmm. you might only get one shot at doing that. I think what really make a difference. What really hurts Allie is that she's only inspiring self. So yeah, um, is she the only one in the? How many? Uh, she yeah she's the only I mean even the feastmaster why don't they just make her inspiring why why what is the concern the feastmaster is oh, the feastmaster is inspiring yes yeah so why why I have no idea honestly I think oh, is it a typo it may be I'll ask Patrick Sora okay <laughs> I like this the greedy guts that's the only thing in this list with mighty keyword right yeah that's yeah. right yeah greedy guts is a, a great like medium roadblock yeah so he can hold up an infantry regiment. Um, he can get in the middle of of the combats and give you dread. Mm -hmm. um, again, it's another way to attack the nerve directly. And a single as I was unit, about. fearless sixteen. That's very nice on a, on a forty mil. Yeah, or no heavy heavy infantry. That's a forty mil. No, heavy infantry is a twenty five millimeter base. Yeah, that's right. It's a large infantry. Large, is forty. Yep, yep, there we go. Monsters never you've been drinking all day. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. So we wanted to talk about the formation, right? Yeah. Because poachers play a role, and you said, hey, if you play in the formation. Maybe this is where you you would you maybe we use Allie because you got to have Allie in the formation. So, walk, why don't you walk us through McSween's cutthroats? Yeah. So this is basically uh, Allie McSween and her pals, two regiments of poachers. What a name, Allie McSween. Yeah. Almost sounds like a TV show from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, like a sitcom. Like Allie, yeah, Allie McSween. Okay. <laughs> she owns a bar. Tuesdays this fall on CBS. It's Allie McSween. <laughs> she gets the paper a day before and knows we can die. Sweeties. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so for <laughs> 10 points, the, the, the poacher units get inspiring self and their range goes down to four. So this actually makes them worth taking, mm -hmm. I think. Um, I really like the inspiring self rule. Because they're on their own on the they're island? On their own. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I think all well, units like... You the, had to do that, though, if she's going to be inspiring self, right? Right, she can like, hang out she with can, them. She hangs out with them, but she, she's not helping them. Yeah. Which... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, but, uh, but that inspiring self was really cool. She's very selfish. You know, to not inspire other people. Yeah, she's all about herself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, it's very pirate-esque. It's like they are a, you know, pirate crew together. But at the end of the day, they're all looking out for number one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, range four is, is okay. Yeah, you have a scouting unit that can get up into some woods. And right. Hunker down. You, you get in the woods. Um, you're stealthy, right? Yeah. Tw 24 inches. Stealthy mm -hmm. spell yes. words. So. Fours. Yeah. So I mean, twelve on the regiment, you twelve attacks. You're gonna hit six times, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's, it's no enough. piercing. I guess is the big thing. Yeah, it's right. enough no. to be obnoxious to like you know maybe waver a chaff unit or something and hold your hold them up for a turn. So that's 
it's nothing to. You well, know. I, I want you to. I mean, I, I, well, we'll talk about strategy in a minute, but that might be part of the. You know, it's sort of like used to help pin stuff and 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 then yeah, envelop right because you can, one on one the halflings are gonna die, but two or three on one exactly they like mm-hmm. they're like little grabbing and biting on their legs. Arr! Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the goblin strategy. It's the goblin strategy. Yep. So do you use this formation? I have, yeah, a few times. I'm not I'm not quite sure what I think about. What about Ali Misween gaining rampage Malay D three? Is that a thing? I mean, is that really? Uh, it's cool because it works on uh, with her duelist. So it, it, if so, you it roll, stacks. It stacks. So you mm-hmm. can roll like a three times two so for six extra attacks theoretically um so yeah it's cool but yeah i, I don't know i um it's okay it's okay it's a it's not so the best formation i wonder like worse. is she you know she's kind of like a light assassin in the sense that if she charges someone she can also pick what what magical artifact that individual cannot use against her right right uh, except for the one use only ones so and then she doubles her attack she's got rampage i don't know have you have you had any luck her killing characters I, I've killed a couple of Jeremy's um, Twilight Kin. Jeremy's Twilight Kin. Crone, whatever, okay. bound, whatever wizards they are. Uh, really? Yeah. Jeremy, huh? You need me to go, it just makes sense. It <laughs> we still have, that's it. That's it. That's the list. That's the list. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk, let's talk, you know, um, we talked about the units, we talked about formations and different things, but let's talk about what list you've been running, what, what you found effective. What are this, you know, what what's giving you fits? What are you just yes. you know, what are you stomping? Like what's your ideal list for them? Um so I think the ideal list is and this is a, a He's not giving you his ideal list. No, he's <laughs> not. <laughs> trying to get he's not, but he's he, good try though. But but Tom is a sharer. Tom no, is a sharer. I'll, I'll share my list. Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Sure. I'll have to. Okay. Yeah, sure. So my, my current twenty three hundred point list goes heavy on the tinker stuff. So okay. I have two Halfling Brave regiments, just run locks. I have three of the Halfling Rifle regiments. I run those all together, mm-hmm. uh, sort of in the middle of the board, all shooting at the same target. I have three of the engineers, all fully upgraded. So the long rifles, the Radiance of Life aura, and the Wild Charge aura. Mm-hmm. I have three of the Grenadiers, so like the Flying Chaff, Brutal D3 units. I have five Aeronauts. And I have uh, two iron beasts, and Ooh. so so here's the here's the formations. Um, you have an iron beast on each side of the iron beast. You have an aeronaut, right? Yep. In front of the iron beast, you have a grenadier, and in in between those two, you have the engineer. So you're getting spell word for all the stuff that doesn't have spell word. You're mm-hmm. getting radiance of life for everything in there. Um, you're getting wild charge for all of it. So nothing can really outcharge you because. The grenadiers are twenty plus one, so it's like everything's buffing everything. Everything's mm-hmm. buffing mm-hmm. everything, yeah. and, and so I basically have two blocks. I, I build around the the beasts. That's sort of like my anchor, and everything else. All the flyers are like floating Tower around defense. it. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> tower defense. Yeah, <laughs> bring it back to the video games. And then I have so the, the young halfling rifles Ooh, in the middle, um, and just shooting stuff. And so yeah, it's been working pretty well. Yeah, that that list really likes lists that are speed six and uh, below. You mean like dwarves. Like well, dwarves. all right, GG. <laughs> or even like Jeremy's Twilight Kin has a really tough time with my halfing list because it's mostly infantry stuff. Even but it's is it because is it the list or is well, the pilot? The yeah, pants. I don't is know. It really? Come on. <laughs> column A, column B. Is there anything weird that you're like messing with with the lists? Um, I'm, I'm trying to make the cav work. I, I, yeah. I don't know exactly how. I, I found some success with two rifle troops, mm-hmm. uh, Saucer on, a, on an Air Les with Inspiring Talisman. 
and then two of the two or three of the the yeah. Lancer regiments. Now, now for and reference, how many how many games would you say you've you've practiced with this list so far? With the specific well, uh, or, just, sorry, just with, with the with the with army, halflings, I say. With halflings, yeah. I probably did about twenty uh, ish playtesting <laughs> games, and then I probably played another twenty or so games with them. Post post so, Clash of Kings release. Po yeah, exactly. So as we said, coming in. Yeah. This is our preliminary assessment, but it's not really preliminary for you. You've been playing this yeah. for us. It's, it's a lot of speculation, but yeah, you know. But the, for the three of us, this is ESPN's way too early top twenty-five. Exactly, is, but yeah. you know, no. And and I can point to some other people in the community that have been playing them a lot, like Elliot Morris in the UK. I was talking about. He's on the RC. He let, he 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 has halflings. Uh, Kyle Peach up in Minnesota. He uh, has a, a completely different take than me on the list. So he loves the Cav. He loves the Harvesters, the Saucers. He's not a fan. He doesn't like Aeronauts, so he doesn't run any of them. So yeah, there's, there's, like I said, there's a bunch of different ways. I, I have probably five different lists. See, that's, that all the different things. That's how what I think it. is so fantastic about this army. Just like when I was pouring over this and then looking after, looking over after it first came out. Um, you know, like Rob touched on earlier, like in a vacuum, each of these units is, you know, eh, eh, nothing to right. nothing to write home about. But the the amount of like built in synergy mm -hmm. in this list between all the way the different units work together and the bevy of auras that are available, like as from a from a game mechanic standpoint, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's anything else like that in in, in Kings. Like it's 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 incredible. Like yep. like I said, I, at the risk of sounding redundant, like. That's it. I don't know. I just love having that many options and the fact that everything works together in different ways. So your opponent's always going to have to like they they could play five different halfling armies and have to approach them each way. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side, you could you could play halflings five ten different ways and and have you know a measured amount of success with it. Like it's yep. I think they're designed wonderfully. Like from from that aspect, just on paper. And it, we touched on it a number of times as we went through this uh, went through the list. All the models. Like they are, mm. they are gorgeous. They are yes. Oh my. Let's talk about that. We'll, we'll throw it over to Taylor. What's your favorite model from the Halfling Range? Oh, the Harvester. I think yep. it's the Harvester. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the troll pushing that. The lawnmower. The lawnmower. <laughs> oh, it's just something about it. It's evocative. It's it's, it's a unique. Skull. You look at it and you're like, I want it. Yeah. I have to have it. <laughs> like I I don't even know if I'll play Halflings, but I just would want like. Three or four of them. Just Put that on the shelf, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Randy? Oh man, that's that's tough. Um, I will say, from a design standpoint, I do like that the infantry and the cavalry are like um, interchangeable, like interchangeable. the top half of the body. Yeah, like yeah. that's. I think that's a great um, you know design standpoint for for models. Just out of the box, and you've got you've got that option as opposed to other. Let's put a pin in that because I want to talk about that. Come back to the, the hybrid thing. Fair, fair. What do you what do you what about you? What are you finding? Oh, I, I model wise, like, I like the the halflings riding trolls. That's just hilarious. hilarious. I, I do yeah, love that. Good. That is great. I, I'm a big fan of the balloons and the and the, and the edge grenadiers. Yep, the edgy boys. The edgy boys. The I just boys. think they're the awesome. The edge lords. Awesome. The, the, edge -lords. Yeah. the Well, <laughs> let's circle back to something you were just saying. Well, let me ask you this: Have you put the plastic together yet? Uh, some of them, yeah. How is it going? Is it is it smooth? Oh, super smooth, super okay. easy. Okay, so yeah. as good as like so I don't have that on my face then for saying yeah, yeah, yeah. something I have. Well, no. At what it, I was thinking. What I, the next question though is, you know, the, the, you know, this is a hybrid kit where you you get a sprue and you get some cavalry and you get some infantry and the top half of the body, right? Because mm -hmm. I guess the legs are molded into the the dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you stick a top half of the body on, and that can be either infantry or I mean, so I guess you get ten bodies or fifteen bodies, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. You sort of have to like. Do plan it out before you put it all together because there's not enough 
um, weapon choices to make it all one thing or all another. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of know that. Should you end up having to buy another box and another box and another yeah, box? Exactly. Well, if you're good with magnetization, is it viable to be yeah, able you to do that. switch all those out? Like just have some, oh, let me pop this on, let me pop this on. I feel like doing this thing. Or, or take the spares and, you know, make, yeah. play, play uh, put them in an undead army. Because now right. you got you got half a you know half of a halfling infantry like crawling out of the ground or something next yeah. to a couple of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> they're the fresh bodies. Yeah, the fresh stacked bodies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The model range is awesome, and they, I think really that's cool. one of the selling points. And I um so let's talk about just halflings in general, and and it has and has Mantic done enough to make them unique? So we've done some interesting things, but you know by making it a little bit more feisty. A little bit more combat oriented, but then on the same token, you got the you know uh, I'm I'm fat and I like food and so I mean there's some of there's there's some traditional tropes right yeah. and I wonder did they move it into enough of a unique space to make it really differentiate from hobbits for example yeah. I don't know I, mean, I don't know much about this list in general because I'm still newer but the sorcerer is just like something that I feel like I would take I just love the chance of it mm-hmm. like just like can I get this and then let me pick something. Like I would always take that just because I, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I like, I like to challenge myself and then the swing of it where it's like, I get it or I don't. And if I get it every time, great. If I get it no times, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fine yeah. with either, yeah. but it makes it interesting. Yeah. Like, I just I, love I, that. To me, they're just like really silly fantasy, yeah. like high fantasy army. That's what I like. I like, they're not Tolkien hobbits. Um, they're not trying to be super realistic you know they're just silly like they're riding trolls and flying around in yeah, balloons yeah. And so yeah to me like I, I haven't really seen anything quite like this mixture of things yeah so you can draw some of the similarities but there's i think i think there is enough there to to make them unique especially at least lore wise and then then gameplay wise it, they are definitely it separates them from the rest of the stuff in 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 the game yeah in the game yeah yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of a better way to say that, but yeah, in the game. Leave it to the lawyer to make this succinct. <laughs> so an, another thing I'd ask, too, is, you know, obviously GW had halflings. Mm-hmm. They lived in the moot and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. their colors were green and yellow. And So I I just wondered, like, did they do enough? And I, and I think you guys answered yes, they did enough. It's, it's unique. It's its own thing. My next question, it may be provocative, but maybe not. You know, uh, in Kings of War, we are real big on, like, hey, we are a balanced, we have all these balanced armies. Is this an, is this is, a, is this army really competitive to everything? You know, is this as good as forces of nature? And 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 if it's not, is that intentional so you can introduce? I don't know if you guys are familiar with Blood Bowl, but in Blood Bowl, oh. not all the teams are the, not all the teams are good, right? There's a handicap system. Oh, I'm playing halflings. Yeah, but Blood Bowl is just so much more of that's a G- random that's chance. GW games. I know, no, I know, but like <laughs> if you're playing halflings, you're playing with an arm yeah. tied behind your back, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Versus. The Wood Elves, or whatever right, they're called, right. Sylvan Kin, Archer Nemesis—I don't know, whatever they're called—and I'm just wondering, like, is the intent for this army to be balanced and to be top tier, or did they really want to like this is this is the Tom Annis army? Tom's like a super genius in his his Batcave. He's like, what am I doing? I'm gonna play this army because it's hard. It is not an easy army to play. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's not even a balance thing. Maybe it's you know, or a handicapping thing. Maybe it's. This is not a new player army, right? Yeah. I don't know. Before you speculate, because you've got more experience doing this, you'll probably have a more informed answer. I, I would hazard a guess that that might yet 
to be like that might remains to be seen. This is all speculation on my part. I have no inside baseball here, so we'll see how it shakes out. Maybe in the next six months or so, because people that might want to play this army are probably still putting it together. Yeah, yeah, because you've got keywords in there too. How well, yeah, that aren't even in use yet. Yeah, so. Like we've got what it came out in November. We got two months, maybe. Maybe it's shown mm-hmm. up at a tournament if someone proxied it with something else. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, I'm excited to see where the results go yeah. because I really like the flavor and the way this army is put together. I I want to see what what works and what people are using and how it's how it's uh, turning up. Uh, we talked about in the car ride up yesterday. Um, it called arms is not looking too great, but uh, uh, that's that's more, I wanted to interject before you gave your like. Yeah. <laughs> like here's the factual. Here's what actually happens. I wanted to, you know, hypothesize. It. No, I, I think you're pretty, you're pretty dead on because I'm not quite sure either. Um, I do know they have a really tough time with high defense lists like uh, Empire Dust in particular. They don't do well against Empire Dust, and so I think they start the they start with a concept, like a rules concept, which is we're not going to ha- give them all the crushing strength. They're going to have to use other workarounds and all these synergies and things and so i think it remains to be seen exactly how competitive that they can be like i don't know if they could be a masters winning army yet i'm not quite sure about that um but they're definitely you know they're definitely competitive they're definitely viable you're not playing with the hand behind your back the the sort of like concept is is goblins without all the shooting sort of thing but that that goblin play style which is use your junk infantry to Take the charges, then all unlock all the other stuff that actually does the killing. That's that's these guys can play like that, and that is definitely a, a viable archetype in Kings of War. So, yeah, no, they're. they're what, what are viable. some tips? Obviously, you're, you're our halfling guru. <laughs> you know, new players out there, Taylor might want to yeah. pick them up. What are some tips? Where do they start? What's yeah? So here's here's where I would start. Um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be playtesting different stuff um, and some of it's going to work, some of it's not. But when you find a battle group that works, that you like... How many points is in this battle group? Just theoretically. Um, so, 500? So like, let's say the, my, the battle group I was talking about was an Iron Beast, uh, two Aeronauts, Engineer, and a, a grid, Grenadier. So that's what, like 600 okay. or so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, six, seven. I, 2,300 points, maybe a quarter of the list. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, a little bit more, a quarter to a third, something like that. Uh, just keep playing and keep building until you find like this. I like this uh, combat group. I think I don't really like combat groups that much, but with halflings, I think you you almost kind of want, want to do yeah. it because of the synergies. Like you're forced to, the synergies are forcing you a little bit, and they're powerful and cool. But but you have to play into them to get the the most out of the list. Yeah. And so my advice would be, you know, keep refining it when you find a battle group. Okay, you, you know that works. Now work on the other stuff until yeah. you find three or four battle groups that you really like. If someone were wanting to get into it, new players, you know, they see the halflings. I love halflings. Is there anything that you would say, yes, buy this, or yes, take this, especially if you're starting out? Like, what are those units that yeah. you would say, definitely take these to start with? Um, I think the the Mega Army box is a really good good starting point. Um, you just get a lot of models for that. Um, and you need lots of Braves, right? And you need, Yeah, yeah. You, you're going to need lots of Braves unlock. and Rifles and things. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's where your unlocks come from. I wouldn't go super heavy into all the flying stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'd say maybe two two of each. More two, of an each thing. Yeah. Two. Well, you said it before that that's a decision tree point, right? Like, are we going tinker? You know, and so right. uh, yeah. you, you probably need to get some games in your belt to feel which way I'm swinging right. here. Yeah. Not necessarily just niche, but like, what what yeah, fits your place out? How do you want how do you want to do it? Like, okay, I 
here's my core from the Mega Box. Which direction do I want to go? Yeah. Like what? Which what, flavor do you want to take it? Which yeah? Which right. flavor here's do I want on this pizza? Have, what what, what toppings do I want on this pizza? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's coming so, off of the uh, the top of the Iron Beast. So with that in mind, some of the units like the Harvester, which mm. uh, has synergies with both sort of sides, I think that's a really good extra purchase when yeah. you're starting out because it, it works. No Straddles the fence, good. right? Yeah. 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 What's the other unit that does both? The Harvest. Iron Beast. Uh, okay, so Iron Beast and the Harvester. And an Iron Beast comes in the Mega Army box, so you got one and you, of those. Is it, and, but would you take more than two Iron Beasts? No, I wouldn't. I'm only if I'm Dustin Howard, which I'm not. <laughs> okay. All right. I, the, on that note, I, I eagerly await to see the uh, the Dustin Howard list with, oh, like, yeah. three Iron Beasts and a bunch of lawnmowers. And <laughs> his, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I take. His list has three Iron Beasts. It's dumb. It's hilarious, but very on brand. Scenarios <laughs> play. Big, this Kings of War is all about. Mm-hmm. What scenarios you're like, God, man? I have not this. This army does not do well, well here. Um, um, what, what what are you struggling with, and what are you just like? Yeah, if I'm playing this scenario, I'm, I'm smoking you. I think some of the like dominate is tough sometimes uh, because again, they're it's not easy to get a lot of concentrated force into smaller bases if, if that's what your opponents are running. So they have a bunch of monsters and titans. It's not that easy to get your aeronauts and trolls and stuff into them. Um, but really, I think they played scenarios really well uh, because of like units like the Grenadiers um, and some of the, they have flyers, they have scoring heroes like the Forest Troll, Gunner. So I, I don't really think they're weak in any one particular scenario except maybe Dominate. I have a question. These halflings, I'm going to imagine they're a little bit shorter than dwarves, right? Yeah, we're gonna have this conversation. Why? Why? Why are Choose they? Choose your next words carefully. Why are they? Uh. <laughs> I that that to be honest with you, that's one of the things that, that bothers me a little bit because I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, why I are they faster? Can I? But you know what? Class? Maybe they're hungry. <laughs> they're hungry. <laughs> yeah. Hungrier. They're, and they just you they, might say they're they or ravenous. They're ravenous. Or I, I guess the other thing that they could do is you could argue that they're not wearing as much armor as the the dwarves. Right. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Maybe. That's a good point. You know, dwarves are probably. Fairly inebriated in most battles, so it's a little little stumble. They're going a little slower. Well, yeah. here's the here's the real reason is because uh, dwarves they they have ar- uh, armor five and six, right? And the real reason is that the four. goblins move speed four, right. speed five, speed five. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If wow. you're like halflings used to be speed four in the Rordia list, couldn't actually get to the uh, enemy deployment zone until turn four. If you think about it, because it's like eight, 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 and then yeah. you're there. So. Yeah. And, that, and that's open field in front of them. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's Speed right. Forwarder. You know, I'm just thinking in my head, we were talking about scenario play. You kind of have like a combined arms hit, hit and run kind of tactics, right? And I'm wondering if the scenarios, you mentioned dominate specifically, but you don't want to telegraph where you need to be, where the, where where, you, where you're going to be. But if you're playing scenarios where dominate, it's like, I, I know where you need to be. Right. That those are That's playing against the strength of... Yeah. The, the the hobbits. I was gonna say hobbits. <laughs> the halflings. The hobbits. TM. The ho- hobbits. Totally not hobbits. Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dominate loots another one where like you pretty much know where you have to be. Mm-hmm. So that's not as easy. You really want to spread spread the opposing army out, try to get on the flanks and, and use your higher drops like to uh, to win the scenarios. Do we have any painted models yet from Tom? For me, no. From the Thanks. artist that is known as Tom Ennis? No, I just got my my stuff for Christmas, so it's still pretty oh. new. Did your wife buy it for you? No, no. Uh, well, does she know you bought them? She does. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the the worst scenario for for halflings? I think like you're saying like either either dominate or loot cuz you're you're having to to be in one spot where you in you know where they got to be. You gotta yeah. fight over one one area. Yeah. So. Okay. Ooh. And you're you're looking at at the your list on, on average. You usually have a 
uh, a higher than average number of drops too, right? Mm. You're, you're yeah. Oh yeah. Outdrop your opponent. Definitely. Yeah. What's a, yeah? That's a great question. Unit strength, and I, I'm I'm familiar with what goblins do, right? With tons of unit strength. Yeah. Are we there? Or are we just slightly less than that? Or I think that you're above above average for sure, but not not as much not in goblin as territory. As yeah, because yeah, their stuff's cheaper in some in some in most cases, right? Yeah, it is. Um, but it's not as good, right? That's the whole point. It's it's slightly yeah. Give I mean, me. you're not you're not taking like six hordes of, of braves, for example. I mean, maybe well, you don't have to unlock but, all those war engines, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you right. can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk to you about allies. What are good allies for this, you know? Yeah, so um, I think th you want to ally in what they don't have, so that, that's that's hammers. Um, I think the best allies for them are the Huskarls out of Northern Alliance. Ooh, I thought he was going to say Soul Reaver Cavalry, but okay. No, because the, the, the Huskarls, because they have the crush two uh, hitting on threes, but they also have Fury. So mm. uh, so even if they get wavered, which could happen with an ally unit without inspiring, right? Right. Yeah. So you, you sort of want like the... the Self-fulfilling, push it forward and let them just kill mm -hmm. stuff or, or, that, or That's die. kind of my secret, secret ally. Oh, man, you just, if you didn't hear it... You spilled it because allies, you know, don't have inspiring from the main army. Yeah. So his secret is you pick stuff that has that kind of mitigation mm -hmm. built in. Yep. That exactly. makes them more self-fulfilling and just yeah. turn them, wind them up, and go straight. Yep. What you don't see is Kyle pulled just off of just here take, fiercely taking notes like, I didn't see that coming. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, let's – we have time. Uh, you had a game this morning against – Cowpool. That's right. Yeah. How bad did you beat him? And yeah. you know, give us a little taste. I mean, did you beat him bad enough that he's embarrassed to talk about it? Or <laughs> no, I don't think so. It was a close game. We, uh, he's on the southern room. If we if we keep talking about it, his ears will start burning. Yeah, maybe. He had the better but, plan, but he didn't have the better dice. <laughs> okay. Sometimes that that happens, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was a good game. The scenario was fool's gold, so I think is a pretty neutral neutral scenario for his goblinless and my undead list. Mm. Um, yeah, he just he just couldn't break through the high defense. So, yeah. What did you take in your undead list? Um, so it's my it's my quad hammer. You gonna learn today? Quad <laughs> hammer. I've only ever played against undead. That would be that would be four. Yeah. yeah. Hammers. So that's two soul River uh, infantry oh, regiments, two sick. whites, two wraith troops, two revcav troops, Ooh. two two the everything rev kings. Yeah. Scary. Uh, two zombies. The double deucers, man. Yeah. Scary. Two 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 two. Mm -hmm. Any surge? Yeah. On the, okay. on the Rev Kings and the Necro. Nice. Interesting. Hmm. So it was a good game. Yeah. To play Dustin. Well, what else did we miss on? I mean, we talked about Halflings for an hour here. What would we miss? What did we not cover? What are the questions we, you know? I, unfortunately, I, I forgot to put a poll up to, to get questions from the audience. But, you know, honestly, it would probably be hard. You know, maybe there'd be some questions. But I think we answered kind of the basic ones I would think we would have gotten. Yeah, any, any that came up, like, as we were just, you know, paging through the list. Mm hmm um, I, I would say that there's so much more than just spamming aeronauts. Like that was sort of the community's first introduction to them. Unfortunately, yeah. um, there's so much more than that, and there's they're really interesting. I think the biggest strength of them is just how varied of a playstyle you can get out of a single lit. Well, let's talk about that when it, when Keaton, Dan King spanned them, right? Like he didn't win. Right. That was Clash of Kings. Is that right? I mean, did, did I mean legitimately? If you spam that, I mean, against a good player, are you gonna win? I mean, uh. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think there it has a lot of counters. It was yeah. it's it's a good list and it fit Dan's particular playstyle, right. which is yeah. alpha alpha. But was Dan just trying to pull everybody's leg? Is that what he's trying to do? I think he's just trying to have fun. 
Okay. Yeah, I think I, I Jimmy think that's it. Like, yeah. and the, yeah. the 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 minis he put out, like the army looked gorgeous. Yeah, but yeah. The, the internet is going to internet, and they're going <laughs> to yeah the, rage. Like, the lowest they common rage. denominator. Yeah, they're they going to they're going to get angry and upset about everything. Yeah, mm. and that's and that that sucks. It's unfortunate because yeah. that that army looked gorgeous and he had a blast. So yeah. like, more power to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had fun. Well, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, Dan, Dan, Dan's a funny guy because he, he's obviously been working on his hobby for a long time, and mm-hmm. he continues to get better. And that army was yeah. pretty. It was a cool army. Yeah. Mostly 3D printed airplane yeah, things. Yeah, airplanes, yeah. It was really cool. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know. We're playing with toy soldiers, guys. Well, that's like, the end of it, right? Yeah. not take this too It's like taking right. it too seriously, guys. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. It is a dice game that you have no control over, yeah. you know, so. Beer I mean, unless you like is the euphemism, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, what did we miss, Tom? I mean, you are the expert. You open this thing, you close it. I mean, what what, yeah. what did we miss? Uh, I would say, you know, even if you're not interested in playing the full halfling list, if you have some humans and you just want to buy a mega box or something, the halfling units in Rodia are really good. Um, and so that's an easy introduction if you don't want to go whole hog. And start start by on. playing if you already have Kingdoms of, Kingdoms of Man or Rodia list. Yeah. Start playing them, halflings, and then... Because the Braves and the halfling cab and the Rodia is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and things like, you know, the volley guns. But they, you did tell us earlier that you don't think Rodia is going to make the cut uh, at some point. So. Yeah, that like might a, be controversial. I, I, I do believe that the, the consolidation has to come at some point. Yeah. yeah. The Grim Reaper has to come. I mean... That's, Nobody wants it. I get it, but like it's that's just, interesting from a lore perspective too, because you've got now you have this entire army of of halflings, and you've kind of got like the separatists and the and the purists from like they're sticking in Truefield of Rordia, and then the ones that are like striking out their own and everything. That's a that's an interesting lore bit. Mm. So if if in fact like Rordia goes away or the halflings leave Rordia altogether, like that's that's an interesting narrative concept. Yeah, yeah. So the the trick is not. Invalidating anybody's models and, and keeping the same options while making uh, you know just a few fewer lists. So yeah, we'll see. No, but halflings—they're a really fun army. They're a really funny army to play. The best thing about playing halflings is when you beat someone, you have to you know you say, "Hey, you just lost to halflings." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I've been having a ton of fun with them. Come on in. It's it's it, it seems intimidating at first because of all the auras and things, but once you get a couple games under your belt and start start getting a feel for the synergies, I don't think it's any like new player unfriendly or anything like yeah. that. So there's some of the best the Mantic models there are. It's a complete range, which I think is really important. So if you're wanting to support Mantic, sometimes it's difficult because you do just can't do it if you want to play a particular faction. Uh, that's not true with halflings. They have every single unit in the in the army book, and so they're a good, a really good uh, starter army if yeah. that's that's what you're looking for, or an army you want to support Mantic by buying their model. Would you bring them to a tournament? Oh, I will. Yeah, yeah. as soon as well, possible. Give it time. And how soon? Uh, how, how fast can you paint? I know that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the tractor here. I yeah. think I think realistically, probably uh, Samurai Showdown in September is what I'm aiming nice. for. Nice. So yeah. Yeah. Dustin's trying to get you to you know, he's pushing to like getting ready for Lone Wolf, getting ready for Lone Wolf, but like, <laughs> that's two months. You've got a you've got a real adult job too, so it's yeah. like. And all the all the models for this have been released, right? We're not waiting on any more. Everything is it's like you can buy every mini on the on the Mantic store right now. Yep. Cool. Can you buy the Iron Beast by itself now? You can. Okay, so Ooh. so there's not a situation where the Mega Army has certain models you can't get. Okay. Nope. All right. Nope. Question: Didn't uh, didn't we just have a novel come out that that explores the halfling and the separation from the Rodia recently as well? Yes. Uh, and I've bought it. I have not. I've read the first okay. chapter. Well, we'll have to get you back on when you know. Yeah. See if you if you find it uh, fulfilling. Yeah, sure. I mean, guys, this has been fun talking about yeah, this stuff way too early. Yeah. We're, we're going to be wrong. Well, through, uh, 
I say Taylor, yeah. Randy, I, and Rob I'm, will be I'm wrong. I'm wrong about most things. Like, yeah. no one take my word as gospel for anything, no. please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be fun to come back in a year with, you know, some people, uh, other people in the community who have really put the work in and mm-hmm. see, you know, their different ideas. So, because I know there's a lot of them out there. Well, you, maybe we we'll have to bring Elliot on. He, you know, he, yeah. He's, yeah, to bring him on and see, because he's, you know, they're trying to get the, the, the cavalry to work. So Right, exactly. Awesome. Do you want to take us out, sir? Thanks for listening. Keep countercharging. Go Halflings. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. You know what? We'll let Randy do it. We haven't had Randy do it in a long time. Oh, okay then. Well, all right. Uh... He doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I blanked because I've been drinking all day. <laughs> That's the best uh, when people are like, uh, how, how do I do it? I'll be honest. When you asked me, I forgot too. And I was like, I hope he says Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, okay. Thanks for listening. Wait, no, not thanks for listening. Was it the uh? Yeah, you can say that. All right, well, thanks for listening uh, to uh, the halfling. No, I don't need the uh, do I'm going to shut up and just do, you just do you, do you Randy. Cool, cool, oh, yeah, cool. I'll take for days, Stop man. Stop laughing at me in this whole bit. It's, you know, this is funny coming from someone who works in TV news. There's a reason I I mean, I saw your desk. It's like in a room with green screens and all kinds oh, of Oh, yeah, the whole night, man. It's, yeah. yeah. But say, <laughs> there's a reason I sit behind the cameras for, for good right. reason. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Keep countercharging. Go halflings. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs>